0: You've selected country AF radio on demand
1: you can take it with me anywhere plays whatever i want you've heard of ted talks now listen to toad talks hey, today, Mr. Denny?
0: good man good to be here in vegas
1: and how long have you been in town this trip
0: i've been here since uh, thursday night so this is day really just day 2 for me honestly Any gambling yeah i'm i'm 100 up but uh i, lo- I love craps that's my game and it it was it was okay and I've been so busy today that I haven't had time to gamble. And honestly, I probably just need to leave hundred up and call it a day. That's a win. Yeah, I left last year like two fifty up. I was way higher up than that, but I screwed around and lost a lot of money at at uh, Mandalay Bay. All playing craps. All craps. You don't play any else. Nah, I mean I play like I literally I lost like a hundred bucks at craps, and I got all my money back at roulette. Like, ru- I don't enjoy roulette but I feel like sometimes I can kind of win there real fast, but it's red or black. And that's I, it. I did. I went a hundred on black then 50 on black and then 50 on odd. Um, I don't know why I can't tell you why I just, I just always usually go black and we hit three blacks, you know, two blacks in a row. And then I thought, okay, I don't want to bet red or I don't want to bet black, but I don't want to bet red. So I was like, I'm going to bet odd. And, and that was uh, a winner too. That was a winner. Yeah. you my girlfriend. Uh, and I hit red five. So I was like, good oh, thing. I said, could you imagine? I know.
1: Um just before Christmas, I don't gamble. I we go to the grocery store and there slot machines in there and video poker or whatever. I sat down with twenty bucks just before Christmas. Never hit a royal. Been here just about all my life. Just before Christmas, hit thousand bucks royal. That's awesome. Off twenty. My girlfriend yesterday stopped to get gas um, and was like, "Screw it, I'm gonna throw twenty in this machine." Second hand dealt uh, four threes with an ace uh, kicker. Gave her two hundred bucks. Wow. <laughs> I was like
0: I'm telling you it's yeah. nuts. It's so weird. But then you get you're like, oh yeah, that's awesome. I'm hooked. And then you lose like. Fifteen hundred bucks. Like here,
1: here's here, here's the thought. There's two things to think about. If you if you leave even, that's a win. Yeah, that's an. And then if you just look up and look around, this place isn't built on winners. It just isn't. Well, and
0: that's what I told. I told um, somebody yesterday. I said they didn't build all these casinos to give away money. No, okay? they did not. I don't care how bigger of a probability you have in craps versus poker. You still ain't got the advantage. Right. Okay, trust. It's not. They didn't build them to. For charity, you know? So I tell people that all the time. To me, it's like I have a monetary value that I know I can lose and be okay with, and it's usually about 200 bucks. Like, if I'm going to be here for a while and I kind of want to take it seriously, I usually I'll be like, okay, if I go $500, i am done. Right. But it's so like, I'm like, man, I can free drinks, hang out with my buddies, and it's fun, and it's – I mean, it really is fun. So, you know, if I lose 200 bucks over the course of four or five hours, I probably drank $80 worth of liquor right. and then just – Then I got to have fun. So it's like, it is what
1: it is, you know? Yeah. This town, we go play bingo every now and then. It's kind of fun. I drag my mom out just that. That's the excuse to go sit in a bingo room with all the other old people. But it's super fun here, man. That's awesome. They go nuts. Did you ever meet this uh, David Ashley Parker dude?
0: I did meet him. He was actually in my music video for the the song. too. Really? uh, He was, was, this was my claim to fame as a director. Um, I kind of had this, this concept of like, I wanted him in the video at some point, but never reveal it until the very end. So I'm kind of like the country music, Quentin Tarantino, in there that you sense. Go. but, uh, definitely not as good as him, but I had him in there. He was a liquor store attendant and, uh, he sold the actor, David Ashley Parker, his case of beer and it was it was super cool man. He I'm gonna have to go back and watch Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch it man. It's it's great. All, all the way up until the end you don't know until we finally like say there's a kind of a shot of me and him like you know, like hugging or whatever. And uh yeah, it was really cool. And he's he's a great guy. He's a Georgia fan and like me and, and we get along super well and we've always kind of stayed in touch, especially around football season. Right. Every, every so this seven. was a kid you knew like No, I, I never met him. I met him the day we shot the music video. Where did
1: the song come from?
0: I had that was the fake ID. That I had, but my friend found the ID on the floor of a bar. So it was a complete happenstance situation of like, Ashley lost his ID. It fell on the floor. My buddy found it. It was mine, but right. I never knew who Ashley David Parker was. And his first name is Ashley, not
1: David. Right? How'd you get in touch with this dude?
0: His fiance at the time, they're married now. She reached out and hit me up, and was is she like,
1: like in the industry or in no? Any no, she just the just song. People?
0: The song came out and yeah. <laughs> it started getting played on the radio, and she was like, "I think that's my husband." And she sent me like a picture of him. I'm like, "Yeah, that I can. That's him for sure." Wow. And uh, yeah, we just ended up kind of like. Getting on the phone one day, and I was like, "Hey, I'd love to have you up here for the music video and all this." It was pretty cool. We did like a whole finding David Ashley Parker, like four part little mini series, nice. and it was kind of cool. It was my like my USA Network mini series. been awesome.
1: <laughs> um, does he get like royalties off the song?
0: No, hell no. <laughs> I barely get royalties on it. It only went to thirty two. Hell,
1: dude, I know, but everybody knows it. I, I know, man. It, it
0: really was. It's I, that's such a testament to like. I mean radio is so important in the way that we the way that we view things, um, it is important and I think it matters, but it's like, man, success is really defined by so many different ways on different occasions and really we, we went on the road and played this song, you know, in Ohio and these places in, in, in India Indi Indianapolis and, and like all these places where we hadn't been before really and just to see all these people singing it back, it was really awesome.
1: I think that defines it, if you ask me. Because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a, I don't want to say I'm anti-radio, but I'm anti-establishment when it comes to radio. Because there's, there's so many, I won't bring you into this, but there's so many different elements of it that, that I don't think really justify what country music is in that sense because it takes so long for an artist to get out there. We look at a, a story with Russell Dickerson, who's played here six times, three and a half years. The last few times he played here, he sold it out. Yours wasn't even on the radio. So I just like sit back and yeah. I'm like, we know that the kids out there and the and the consumers of music they're not just listening to radio.
0: And yeah, it's 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 really it's really interesting. I, I think I think we're in a great spot now where more people than ever are listening to music in, yeah. in the history of the world. Well, and I think and, that they, and they, they look for it, too. yeah, for sure, yeah. They and and they might hear it on radio, they hear it somewhere where they hear it, and they go looking for it, and they find it, and they dig in. And I feel like we've kind of developed some of the more passionate fans in any generation, which right. is now because they can consume every bit of you. They can consume the music, your personality, your, you know, your, your social media presence, anything you want, like they have, they can be attached to it. And it's really up to the artists of how, I guess much they want to give that away and you know, I think I think the more you can the better it is in the long
1: Definitely term. Definitely if the well we'll just like you go back 10 years I remember the day that um I'm old I was in high school and we went from tapes to CDs and when the CD player came out I was like I'm never going to be able to afford one of those cuz they're so expensive but now everything's so accessible we got past the Napsters of the world and the being able to steal music so the people in the back of their minds now I don't think there's any kind of like um hesitation when it comes to listening to music because you just go to if you go to spotify you want to pay for the account you get to hear commercial so i mean it 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 offsets whatever itunes all those platforms but it's more accessible and as the artists keep growing i'm like looking forward to the next 10 years of music because you guys put out music i think it's gonna be a lot easier for you guys to put out music and a lot of um the 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 touring aspect gives them an idea of what's coming more than anything you guys get your r&d out of live shows Like, what should I record? Oh, we got this great new song, this idea. Before you put the investment into recording, you can find out people even care.
0: Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, we've, you know, we've recorded a lot of songs and we've got some coming out this summer. And it's a lot of the decisions we made on which songs we were going to put out this summer were just based off of what reacted live. You know, it's like, there's one song that we've got that it's like, it's there. It's not available anywhere. There may be like a couple of YouTube videos of me playing it, but you can see people like just Digging love it. the vibe. What's that one called? Dig a, it's called Tank of Gas and a Radio Song. All oh, right, on. and uh, it'll be out. It'll be out pretty soon. So. What
1: what single are you working right now?
0: Uh, After a few is my current single.
1: Where did that come from? I knew the answer. To that. I just
0: wanted to that. <laughs> Well, that's um I know it because we play it. Absolutely. And and it's <laughs> it's pretty pretty easy to to get the vibe, but essentially, you know, it's really just that story, man, that it literally probably everybody's had. Sure. Where there's that person in your life that you really feel like you shouldn't go back to, but whether it's a couple of drinks or a few texts or a few looks, whatever it is, it just you can't you can't help yourself and you go back. Addiction. Addiction <laughs> to <laughs> love. Women, yeah. To yeah.
1: How how long has that song been out? Like released as a as a single now. I
0: don't. I mean, end of January. So we're really
1: early early on. Where's it it sitting right now? Do you know?
0: Uh, fifty two, I believe. Yeah, I think we're closing in.
1: Yeah, I personally like that song. Um, that's probably not fair to say. I like it better than David Ashley Parker. I thought that song was clever as heck, and the hooks aren't. They're they're just. But I love the new song. I appreciate it. Super fun. You
0: know what's so funny? It's like I wrote, I wrote David Ashley Parker and. Like as a songwriter and the way that we approached it, I truly felt like I was like, I, I, th- I will never be able to write a song as well as I did this. And and it's not about like, it's meaningful or whatever. It's like, I felt like we approached it and nailed it so well. And then like, I put out after a few and I was like, you know, this is a pretty hitty kind of vibe, and it's got this thing about this girl. But like, I never, I, not that we didn't write it well, I just never thought like this is a songwriter's kind of song. Sure. I put it out, and like, there's headlines, and it's like Travis Denning digs deeper on new single. I'm like, right. geez, I well, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm That's like,
1: the best part. Though, I know dude.
0: it is. It's like I learned it right there that I'm like I'm wrong all the time, and it's really the only right people are the people who consume it and their opinions. And like, I remember John Mayer used to say that he was like. You can think you're the smartest person in the world, but the smartest people in the world are the people who listen to your music. He's like, trust me, I've put out songs and gone. Everybody, step back, step back, it's about to go, it's about to blow. And he goes, Shh. and he's like, who's stupid now? You know. <laughs> so it, it's funny. I mean, it's I think I, I think both those songs together though, um, kind of tell who I am really well though, because I like to have fun and I love goofing off and the personality side, Dave Ashley Parker. But man, I love I love rock and music and i love country music and i love those stories that yeah we've talked about them a lot but like it's because we live them every day sure i
1: think maybe maybe one of the reasons why i might like that song a little better is because it's more relatable in a sense yeah yeah for sure i mean i think we've all been there where i mean i know my girls listen to this i haven't been like this in 10 years baby but (laughs) i think we've all been there yeah
0: some people have asked me before they're like so who's that song about i was like honestly it's like yeah. Three different people yeah. over that. over over like five years of my life, yeah. but uh, but yeah, everybody's had that had, had that person or maybe two people. I don't people. Know. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? One Robins, Robbins, Georgia.
1: Georgia, and then you live in Nashville now.
0: Yeah, I've been there for over five years.
1: Over five years, what got you to like pick up and say I need to be in Nashville?
0: Because they don't sign people to record deals in Warner Robins, Georgia. No. My dad used to tell me he was like, "You ever heard of a famous actor in Bon Air, Georgia?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, they had to go to L.A." I was right. like, "You're right, get out." And I knew I'd, I, I at one time I thought maybe I moved to Atlanta. Like you know, Zach Brown band had blown up, and I felt like everybody thought, "Oh, you can go to Atlanta and be a superstar." It's like, no, Zach Brown was a superstar. It didn't matter where he was going right. to live, and uh, I just knew Nashville was where I had to go to to really make it and i i I never even cared about the idea of little fish big pond you know because i feel like that's anything worth pursuing or chasing getting big like you're gonna be uncomfortable you're gonna be this small thing and yeah i had some friends you know i i toured a ton in georgia um before i moved to nashville and i had a couple buddies that were like man like i just you got a thing growing here you got this thing like are you sure like you, know, you could really build something here. And I'm like, well, yeah, if I want to go headline the Georgia Theater, which I do. Sure. But I kind of also knew, like, man, if I stayed here and only did that, that's probably only all i would ever written. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, no, I can't do that.
1: Did I, you move I, by yourself?
0: I moved, I moved up there with a roommate. But, yeah, essentially I went. My buddy Jordan Rager, who's another, yeah, idea. great guy. We lived together for like four years.
1: Nice. He's doing all right right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's doing out. good. Who do you look up to right now? Like, um, I'm going to go higher end of country music. Like, um, what artists do you look at and go, I would like to follow in some sense, maybe their career path or their writing style or how they just run their camp, sort sort of thing. Yeah, um, it's
0: there's a few of them. I mean, the three that I always think of off the top of my head, and for very different reasons, um, is Kenny Chesney, Dirks Bentley, and Eric Church, and and those being like the modern day people that I look up to that are like really active Um, as far as like the entire course of building not only a fan base, but really a culture is, is is Kenny Chesney in my opinion. Like I think Kenny did this thing where like he made people feel like if they didn't come to his shows, they were going to miss out on the best thing that was coming that year to their town. And it's not that he never even had to say it. It was just he his shows were so energetic, so great. He cut the right songs. I mean, I, I grew up with people who, like, their family pretty much went to, like, one concert a year, and it was when Chesney would come play right. the Georgia Dome. Like, that's just how it was. Um, so I love that. I love that he just essentially built this culture of, like, it's necessary for you to come to my concerts because you don't want to miss it. Um, I look up Eric Church for, like, literally just about every aspect of his career.
1: My favorite thing about that dude is he just seems to be who he is 100% of the time.
0: Yeah, I think his, you know, and I've heard, we've all heard crazy stories just about how long it really took for him to get completely there in his boots, right there, selling out an arena, doing all that stuff that he does. But I think like he knows that he's like, I wouldn't change a damn thing about it because I stuck to my guns. I stuck sure. to who I was. And the fans that bought on early on, I never let them down. And the ones that picked up you know, along the way, they, they figured out what they were missing kind of thing. And, and also he's just, I feel like he just is a phenomenal songwriter in the sense of he just writes Eric Church songs, right. you know. And, and, yeah. and so he has a great sound. Um, and then with Dirk's. You just want a restaurant. Yeah, I want, I want whiskey row really bad. Whiskey row is, I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. Whiskey row is like one of my favorite places to go. It's, it's a bit of a.
1: I've been there. Shit show. It's
0: pretty fun. But uh, I, I
1: went there uh, ACM honors weekend. I think I went up there for the uh, the ACM thing. We got nominated last year for ACM nightclub of the year. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. We got nominated again this year too. Damn! Congrats, uh, tell man. That was the end of April, early of May. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, awesome. You know, fingers
0: crossed. Fingers crossed, man. Yeah, but Dirk, especially Dirk's, like the way he treats people and the way it trickles down big time. You know, yeah. like we've we played a show with him in North Dakota and just like. I've known him for a, maybe a year or two, and, and just us both being like universal artists, we're around each other a few times. But he's just incredible. He watched our whole set. Yeah, um, I came off stage. He was like pointing out, I mean, he was literally saying, like, I loved when you did Red, White, and Blue, and you tied it into the local Air Force base here. And I was just like, dude, that's, that like Kudos, made man. my freaking Night, man, that was so epic, and like also, I love his. I mean, I love Dirks Bentley's music, but just his tour manager was great to us, everybody was great. He got on stage and was, you know, singing 5150, and he's like, 5150, Travis, drinking out a red solo. Like, he was just like being a a goober and having fun. And I was like, you know, and like Luke Bryan does that too. Like, a Luke Bryan show is so much fun because he just makes everybody feel like we're sitting on the back porch. Right. So
1: he keeps it close. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night, we had Hardy in here and, um, John Langston. Yeah. And it was just turned out to be one of these nights where you, you just, the last two years on Thursday nights been Russell Dickerson and, um, um, Thomas Rett showed up. Lauren Lady came the first year. Midland was here. I mean, all these people just started showing up. So this year we didn't know what to expect. Um, um, with those two guys up there, then uh, Morgan Wallen came out. It was pretty dope. I thought it was cool because they stayed for the whole show. He went up and sang up down with Hardy and then came to the side of the stage of the shoot and just hung out the, re- the rest of the night. Uh, Mitchell Tenpenny came out. Um, I'm I think going Dylan somewhere. Scott was there. Dylan yeah. Scott was here. So the neat thing about Dylan, I get this text from him. He's like, dude, you at work? I'm like, yeah, Like, come on in. So he actually went out into the crowd during uh, John Langston's set and was just a regular fan. Yeah. And, I, and I, that's where I was going with this. I was blown away. Cole Swindell came out and fucking sang with John Langston. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, Dylan actually told me he's coming back tonight, too.
0: Oh, good. So that'd be Dylan, him back. I went on Dylan's bachelor party, and that's the longest I've ever been awake in my entire life. <laughs>
1: 26
0: and a half hours.
1: Well, where was it?
0: We went to New Orleans. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah that done. Like a good time, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Dylan. He's He's been a buddy forever, man. I mean, like we... All of us are so damn busy, and we don't really get to see each other unless these things happen, like award shows and stuff like that. But like, I still love that dude. John Langston's been one. of I've known John for six years. I mean, he's one of super my closest neat dudes, buddies. Man. Yeah,
1: like it's the first time I ever met him, and just I, I'm not like I'll make sure you guys are good all night. But he was like super dude, like super appreciative and just had a good time and want to make sure i was okay i'm like dude listen i'm here for you whatever you guys want tonight we'll take care of But we we had a we he, everyone just seemed to have a good time so i know tonight i've heard a couple different things a couple different people that are coming out so i know tonight's gonna be fun i think that's my favorite thing about country music this won't be posted until way out, yeah but um my favorite thing about this genre of music and your guys is tight-knit is uh, i say it over and over again the good people hang out like all you yeah, guys sure. that are good you all you all hang out um not saying I've been around too many of them that are bad, but there's an occasional one here or there. But the reality is, is like when I first started interviewing the bands and trying to find out who your friends were and all this other kind of stuff, you find out that you guys are all this little like might as well be a football team. It's probably the fair thing to say yeah. and you guys will be friends for the rest of your life, no matter what yeah, happens. For sure. If someone blows up, you guys. I look at like what Russell's doing with Carly Pierce right now. I mean, it's a neat thing. Russell's on a high. I know that Carly, um, Carly's like kind of going her way, but I believe Russell's a little bit higher. But from what I've heard, he kind of like maybe it took a little bit less to go out and do something with friends like yeah. that they give back to. You. And I think it's the neatest thing in the world. I mean, yeah. for these people to come out to your show and to be fans, like what Dylan did on Thursday, I thought was like, it just gave me so much more respect. He played here. I want to say probably three plus years ago was the last time he played other than outside when we did our, our tailgate. I mean, he came out the first year of our t- tailgate, but the last time he was inside was probably three plus y- years ago and to keep in contact with us. And when we see him out in Nashville or at root or something like that, super neat. I mean, love you guys, man. Just you you're yeah. all
0: cool. No, it's just, that's, it's important to have that. Cause I, I would just hate for it to, it's nuts to think about if it was ever the opposite. You know, well, it's dude, like
1: think about rock fifteen years ago. Right. Everybody hated each other. Or like were, rap. I mean, dude. it's like yeah, I mean, they start shooting people. Right. But, I mean, the end of the day is the jealousy kicks in. But you guys are you guys champion each other so well. It's like the neatest thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate this industry. I came from something twenty years ago where uh, I was more of an indie rock guy, and I would help bands get deals. And um, your sound guy, or well, our sound guy in house, goes out on the road with the killers. Oh, wow. Um, that's he's awesome. one of their sound engineers. Well, yeah. they were found on a website I had 20 years ago. And the guy that signed him, buddy of mine, that, that's kind of like grown with it all. So, coming from that industry and seeing the jealousy, yeah, I've not, not, well, I've had one experience with je- jealousy here that I've seen. But other than that, er- everything's been great. It's like the neatest thing yeah. in the world because you guys are so rad.
0: Yeah, totally, man.
1: Next six months for you. What do you what? What's where are we going to find you in six months? Like this next six months, if we were to watch you on Instagram, what is six?
0: I have to do the math real quick. Uh-huh. April four, by, yeah, yeah. By the end of the year, um, yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're literally about to, next weekend starts. We're just hitting the festivals super hard. We got Tortuga next weekend. Have you we're, played that before? I haven't. No, it'd be fun. In Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fort Lauderdale and uh, doing Stagecoach Watershed, Faster Horses, uh, Lake Shake country fest in wisconsin way out west i mean like it, we are just like it's nuts it's gonna be crazy so uh, very excited uh, music's coming out and uh how
1: are you gonna do both of those is all the music all done
0: yeah we we've cut a ton of a ton of songs we're not even done yet i mean we, i mean I, I mean honestly like at my core what i love and what i do is like i love to write so like i feel like you know, we cut a lot of songs like last year and all this, but then like I don't ever stop writing. I mean I'm at the point now where I'm like, Hell I got five more I'd I'd love to go cut right now. Right. I think the game plan is just like how do you get it out the right way and uh we've got some stuff moving and, and, and planned out that's gonna work really well.
1: Are you driving to all these or do you have fly dates for all these festival things? Like is it, are it you, just you are you depends. in a bus or anything or
0: not a bus, no nah, sprinter van?
1: Sprinter so you don't get to record. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah,
0: not can't ride on the road super well in the Sprinter, but yeah. uh, now hopefully, hopefully the bus will be January one, two thousand twenty. Yeah,
1: I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. Whoa. After
0: that, I don't really care what happens. Yeah, I just as long as I got the bus, I'm fine. If and you could go out on
1: tour like with two people, I'm going to take Dirks out of it, and we'll take your your other two out of it. Like if there's if there's, well, I, I won't even do that. If you could, I just want to hear the same answer, unless it's probably what, what it is. But if you could put together a tour for you, four bands, you're on it. Who are the other three guys? or girls sorry I didn't come out right
0: honestly like if I was picking four people that we were gonna go on the road with right now he's gonna say Ray Fulcher Austin Jenks Tyler Ray yeah (laughs) this show um No, I really think it'd be like. I mean, I would love to hit the road with Morgan Wallen. He's a great friend. I mean, John Langston. I mean, there's. I mean, me and John will get on stage and get drunk and sing songs together. And
1: dude, he drank a bottle, uh, half a bottle of Crown out of the bottle during a set and shotgun beers with Tenpenny. I'm like, what is going on? I'll
0: do that with tequila. If I start chugging whiskey, that's that's like bad. But uh,
1: dude, I don't even know how he held it. I
0: know. So Morgan, John, and obviously we need someone to sell tickets. So. Let's say uh, Kit Moore be great. Right
1: on. He headlined ha- our tailgate last year. Kit Moore did. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Morgan's been here three times now. John Langston one time. That was it, right? That's all. Yeah. And now you're getting me tonight. Dude, I'm super excited. I've never had Tyler Rich here. Never had Ray Fulcher here. I mean, I've like, am uh, been a fan. More of a fan. You might see some 1942 in your room tonight.
0: Oh, my God. I swear, God, if you do, I'm getting your name tattooed on me somewhere. Oh, shit. Toad? okay you know what i back that up i'll just hug you i'll give you a kiss on cheek
1: are you sponsored by bass pro shop
0: uh no they 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 throw me they throw me some hats though on the reg they're 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 really good to us yeah it's been it's been fun they did i mean i I got a box of hats like about a month or two ago like
1: what if you go on there you're like dude i really like that traeger well they ain't gonna give
0: me a damn benelli half off tell you that yeah no but uh now they've been great to us man they're just fun i think you know really this has always just been like it's just the hat that i wear you know it's It's just my thing.
1: It's funny. I I screwed up on an email uh, I sent out um, Thursday. It's not with you, but I I knew who you were on all the photos that I got. I I got up Thursday morning. I'm like, I got to get this email out for the show tonight. It was Hardy and Langston. Well, I sent out Tyler Rich's photo with and wrote John Langston on. Didn't can think about it like accent went out i get a phone call from their management it's like yeah that picture that just went out on social that's not him much better looking. i just started laughing I, <laughs> thought was, I thought it was pretty funny but yeah, yeah. you're you you that's I it's like everything. you know who i am i know, I know who you know. are there's so big.
0: many people who give me hell about it and they're like man you're like, you got hair it looks good i'm like yeah but everybody hair. knows me
1: yeah dude that's like your staple i yeah. like it well cool well thanks for hanging out man yeah dude thanks so much right on. tell people how they can find you online
0: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter—I'm the guy with the blue check mark, not the guy asking for your number and money. And apparently, because that's happening a lot, and uh, YouTube, travisdenning.com, wherever you need me, I'm on there.
1: Sweet. And someone
0: signed me up for Christian Mingle the other day as a joke, so apparently I'm on there.
1: Sweet. Are you married or anything? No. Nah. Girlfriend. Yeah. Why did so I say excited, that? So
0: Jesus. Dude. I didn't mean it like that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm dating a girl. Like but, uh, that. and I'm not active on Christian Mingle. If anybody's yeah. on there, trust Is me. Is she
1: in the industry? Uh, no. Good. That's probably the best way movie, better, though. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right, on. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, here. man. Appreciate it. Country AF Radio's on demand.